T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Live Sunday nights, this is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and True Social pages and Follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Nicely done on that intro there, Dave. That that was that was. Uh, I mean, how, you pulled that one out, didn't you? He's, he's, he's ignoring me. He's ignoring me, folks. I don't. Uh-uh. <laughs> Every once in a while, John. Every once, yeah. Well, yeah, I can. Know. You know, you're welcome. What can I say? I do what I can. <laughs> So earlier today, Turning Point Action held a Unite and Win rally featuring Florida Governor Ron Ron DeSantis up in Olathe. I was invited to participate in the event. This was it was a really, really cool event. Great to see so many patriots up there. I was invited. Pete Mundo, who uh, is basically my counterpart up in the Kansas City area, hosts a conservative talk radio show on KCMO. He and I were invited to participate. He gave, uh, he did the pledge, and I did the prayer. And then Charlie Kirk uh, wasn't able to attend because he had plane trouble. So they came to us and they said, uh, "We need you to fill." So we then gave about ten minutes each and talked about different things. And so it was a really, really cool event. And got the opportunity to meet Governor DeSantis and whatnot. He just had some phenomenal remarks. And I literally got back here around 5.30 and was able to cut some audio from this for you. So uh, apologies if it's kind of choppy, but I uh, wanted to play some of that audio for you now. And uh, we'll just kind of let you hear some of the highlights from today's event up in Olathe with Governor Ron DeSantis. 
Governor DeSantis began his remarks to the enthusiastic capacity crowd by talking about the differences between those governors like himself who chose to respect individual freedom and people's rights to choose how to determine their own lives during the pandemic versus those governors like Laura Kelly who chose to lock down schools and churches and not respect individual liberty. So we are excited to be here. And part of the reason I'm here is because if you look over the last few years, uh, governors have been more important to people's freedoms than ever before. And you saw this here in Kansas, and they saw it in California and New York and Illinois and all these states where you had leftist governors locking people down. And in Florida, we lifted people up. We protected the right of businesses to operate and save thousands and thousands of small businesses in the process. And we protected the right of parents to send their kids to school in person five days a week when many other states were not doing that. And if you think about how I know this state, you've had a lockdown governor trying to shut the schoolhouse door on students to be able to access good education, even at all. And isn't it funny how if you look around across the country, a lot of the people that were locking kids out of school, these would be elites that would put their own kids in in-person education. Maybe they'd hire a private tutor, maybe they would do private school. And so this is a, a, an instance where the elites in our country uh, were really trying to marginalize people less fortunate. And if you look at the learning loss that's happened across the United States, in those states that locked the kids under school, we have wiped away a generation of learning gains uh, because of those destructive policies. And I'm just happy to say in Florida, you go back over two years ago, I was the first governor of any major state to say, kids need to be in school in person five days a week. Uh, we know the data is clear on this. We cannot govern based on fear. But I'll tell you, back in those days, in the early days, when we were taking a stand for people's rights and kids' education, you know, we faced a torrent of criticism. I was getting hammered from the left. I was getting hammered from bureaucrats. I was getting hammered from corporate media. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, what a leader does is the leader puts the interests of the people he represents over his own interests. Next, Governor DeSantis talked about how toxic vaccine passports and mandates had been and how his state handled them versus other states. And I'm proud to say that particularly when President Biden took office, Florida really stood as the backstop for freedom. Uh, we prevented a lot of onerous policies from getting traction at all. For example, we were the first state or one of the first states to ban vaccine passports in our state. <laughs> to go to a restaurant or to go to a movie theater or a ball game or something like that. And we said no in the state of Florida. Uh, that is a private decision for people. We are not gonna marginalize anybody based on their choice. And we did it. And of course we said government couldn't do that, but we also said it's not allowed even in private sector because people said, some people would say, well, wait a minute, if a business wants to exclude, why shouldn't they have the freedom to do it? 
And there's two reasons. One is I cared more about the freedom of the individual to participate in society than I cared about the freedom of, of a corporation to marginalize people from society. But I also understood, I also understood that my state is a tourism state. People want to come. They want to be able to visit, particularly during COVID, because you could be able to do that without having restrictions imposed on you. And yes, most businesses wouldn't have done it. But if, even if some did it, people would have said Florida has passports. And that would have really hurt our overall economy. It would have affected people's jobs. It had a whole host. So as it stood, because we did that, 2021, Florida set a record for domestic tourism. We never had more than we did. And, and I think this is even more, more interesting. If you looked at all tourism to the United States of America from, for, from the United States from foreign countries in 2021, Florida represented almost 45% of all foreign visitors into the United States. Why is that? Well, do you want to go to California and get hectored about wearing a mask or a Vax passport? Of course not. You want to come to Florida and be able to make your own decisions. And so we've been able to not only protect individuals by, by these actions, we've had our hospitality and leisure industry is doing better than it's ever done before. And that's real money in real people's pockets who have jobs because of our policies. And if the left had had their way, they would have been out of a job and they would have had no opportunity uh, whatsoever. So what we did was lead the way on a lot of these issues and people have responded. Some of our worst critics you know, there would be lockdown governors from other states, lockdown mayors. They'd impose mandates on their people. They would criticize Florida for not having that. And then the first chance they got, they'd end up down in my state in Florida vacationing. Next, Governor DeSantis brought up some of Derek Schmidt's platforms and how they would benefit Kansans if he were elected governor. And I think what what uh, Derek Schmidt is doing by saying the retirement should be tax free is very smart. Uh, and I think that that needs to get done. Look, it probably would marginally impact Florida because if you are not getting taxed, you're more likely to stay. People come to my state. But what I see all the time, you know, we just had the 9-11 remembrance and we were talking about all the people that went into the building for the FDNY, NYPD, all these people. And a lot of those guys are veterans there were at, were at the stuff. And you look, these guys will serve, they'll, they'll, they'll retire in New York City, and then most of them move to Florida. So they get the pension and everything, and they're spending all the money in our state, which is good for us, but you should definitely keep that money here. And so I think it's a really smart idea, uh, and I think you'll be able to keep more folks here as a result of this. Then Governor DeSantis pointed out how close Laura Kelly and Joe Biden are ideologically and policy-wise. But you know, leadership really matters. You look at some of the things that you're seeing now with the economy and with Joe Biden's agenda. And you know, your governor is lockstep with Biden on everything he's doing. Uh, there's no daylight between them. And basically it's like having Biden as governor here uh, until you have Derek Schmidt take over. So it's a big, big problem because you know, we in Florida, you know, on the state level, we, we've got great budget surplus, all this other stuff, but Biden comes in and what does he decide to do? He decides to print trillions and trillions of dollars. When he was warned by people, of course, people like me were saying that was a bad idea. He doesn't listen to me. 
But he does listen, presumably, to people that work for Barack Obama and Bill Clinton. And they, these are economists saying, if you do this, you are going to spark a massive wave of inflation. And not only did he do that, he tried to restrict production of key things like energy. So that has been a devastating tax uh, on the average American. And your governor had an opportunity to sign this bill to give relief off the grocery tax in 2019. And if she had done that, people in Kansas would have relief now. And I think it would have phased out by the end of the year entirely. And so right when people needed her, uh, she stood on the side of the tax collector rather than the taxpayer. I think you need a governor like Derek Schmidt who's gonna put taxpayers first. He's gonna give relief. And all you have to do and, and Derek understands that, and Florida does this, and other states around the country too. We're not the only ones. You look at these really, really dysfunctional states governed by leftist politicians, and they have uncontrollable amounts of taxing and spending and ridiculous regulations. You guys have, you have a legislature here that will produce a lot of good legislation. You just need a governor that will sign the legislation. And you guys can make The final topic that Governor DeSantis talked about was crime and the attempts to defund the police throughout the country. I'm glad that you have as your candidate the Attorney General because now more than ever, we as Republicans need to lead on ensuring law and order in our community. If you look at what's happened over the last few years, you've seen devastating increases in crime in communities that have basically created those conditions with their really bad policies. We saw the riots that happened two summers ago. I can tell you in Florida, when I saw that going on, I called up the National Guard immediately. I had state law enforcement. We're not letting anything burn down in Florida. But they wanted to defund law enforcement. So you saw a lot of these places around the country slashing police budgets, reducing the amount of officers on the street, they claim that if someone's robbing your house, you don't need a police officer, you just have a social worker come up and they'll just resolve everything amicably, right? Uh, no, that's not the way it works. And so crime has spiked in those areas that did that. When we saw all this happening around the country, I worked with my legislature and we enacted legislation that prohibits our local governments from defunding the police. We also enacted uh, legislation to say, you know, I'm looking around the country and seeing like Portland, they will riot every day, it seemed like. The guys will get arrested, they'll take their mug shots, slap them on the wrist, and they throw them right back on the street to do it all over again. And in Florida, we said, no, you know, if you're engaging in rioting, looting, any type of mob violence, you're not getting a slap on the wrist in Florida, you're getting the inside of a jail cell. We're gonna hold you accountable. But what happens is when you go down the road of woke criminal justice, it tears at the whole fabric of society. You can't have a strong economy if you don't have public safety. You're not gonna have good education if you don't have public safety. So it's really the foundation of a free society that you can go out, pursue your dreams, and exercise your rights in a safe environment. And I know with Derek Schmidt as governor, he is not gonna let Kansas go down the road of some of these other states where they're putting the criminals before the law-abiding citizens. Tell you folks, when that man would be one heck of a president.
He would be one heck of a president, and I sure hope he runs. I really do. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.